0: All right, we're going to have a quick ad break with our friends here on Spotify. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily and then distribute it everywhere and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, optional. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to to get them talking. I love this feature and getting to engage with all of you. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, all of my creating and producing endeavors have become much more efficient and organized. Spotify for Podcasters has also been very easy and seamless to use on the go while I'm exploring. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started. Again, that's www.spotify.com podcasters to get started and get your podcast going today. Thanks, y'all. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What Do We Call This Podcast. I am your host, Kaylin, and um, today I'm joined by a friend, Ella, from college. But before we dive into... Oh, yes, there she is. There's my (laughs) wife. (laughs) Oh, wait, y'all can see her, too. Um, But before we dive into our little interview... um, I just want to do a little, few housekeeping things. There's not too much. Just um, don't forget to like follow and rate the podcast. So far, still just on Spotify. I'm still trying to figure it out with um, different platforms. But yeah, that's like super helpful. And she's slowly growing. The pot is slowly growing. So <laughs> tell your friends, tell your pets, tell your boss. <laughs> um, and then the last thing is uh, the listener write-ins. I've mentioned it, I think, one or two episodes so far, and I've posted about a little bit, but I want to hear from all of you listeners, and um, I have a few different prompts in my link tree. I'll attach it to the episode description here. It'll also be in the Instagram bio, Um, slowly building up all the other platforms too, but yes, I want to hear from you guys, and I really look forward to doing an episode with some of the different prompts. We've got Parental mental health, we've got um, questionable actions, just, like, crazy shit you've done in the past. Um, Weddingzilla stories. I didn't want to do, like, just bridezilla stories because that just feels, like, misogynistic. It's, like, there's there's crazy grooves. There'd be crazy, like, parents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think, shoot, there's one more. Oh, advice for yourself 10 years ago. I don't know. I just feel like that's a wholesome topic. And, Yeah. So yeah, check those out, and now we're going to dive on into the episode.
1: Um, <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Hello. Hello, happy to be here. <laughs> yeah,
1: hey, hey, hey. Your headphones are so cute, by the way, I meant to tell you that. Thank you. I, so they're just like white Logitech headphones, and so then these are actually from Etsy. There's people who 3D print like a million of
0: them, you can just put them on your headphones, they're great. And they attach fine, like they're designed for, like you yeah, can... It's, it's just Velcro, like if you can see this like little oh, thing, yeah, you just wrap it yeah it's so cute they look like little angel wings kind of are they yeah they are there's I actually have a little halo too but that one like falls
1: off a lot because it's right on top so I like don't usually do it but like my friend has some that are like
0: little devil horns too like there's a bunch of them oh that's so cute oh my gosh I love that I love that well Ella and I know each other from college from our undergrad yeah um you were you also studying biology
1: yeah, I was. Um, yes, I, but then we met, we met in field botany. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: here we are years later. Are, I know. Are you doing anything relevant to biology? That's my big question for all the bio people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I actually am. Um, I'm oh working. <laughs> I know. Shocking. So I'm doing biotech marketing, which is kind of like this Ouch. weird niche of biology and like graphic yeah. design work. Um, yeah. But I work for this global company. So I'm, I work remotely, which is really nice. So I can work from home. Um, It's great to just like sit up in bed in your pajamas and like take the morning meeting because you don't have to have camera on. You're just like, I'm never moving again ever. Thanks. Um, But yeah, I do all their graphic design work and all their marketing stuff. So I take like the dense scientific research and I like translate it to normal people English. And then I try to sell it to people kind of. That's
0: so cool.
1: Yeah. I like that. It's been a lot of fun to like manage all their social medias and do all this sort of like biotech but art stuff, which is fun.
0: Yeah, it's a good merging of the worlds. I feel like too much of one or well, I don't think there's ever such thing as too much of the creativity, but like too much of the like nitty gritty science stuff. I'm like, yeah,
1: you know, it's funny. Both of my parents are in marketing, actually, and I I went into college being like, I'm going to be biology, I'm going to be research, I'm not doing the same thing as my parents. Now here I am doing the same thing as my parents.
0: It's in so. the genes. I know. It <laughs> seems like
1: my brother's also going to go into marketing after Bro. saying he's going to be a business, like,
0: econ person. So uh, here That's we are. True. There you yeah. are. Here we are. Who even knows? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we did body together, as Ella said, and we had a blast in that class. It was a really weird time with the panties. <laughs> Yeah, it was, was like, the early pandemic, too, so. Yeah, yeah. they were, like, okay, we're going to figure out how to still do this class, even though, like, what the fuck's happening, and we did it, and it felt fine, I don't know, how did you feel during it? I thought it actually worked out really well, I think it's because it was a small class, so they didn't have Mm -hmm. to worry about, like, dealing with
1: all these people potentially having COVID and being in cars together, and, like, you know, driving, like, six hours plus, um. But I'm actually, I'm glad that it happened, because I felt like other than that, I was only doing, you know, classes online, and it was so disconnected. And yeah. so it kind of sucked to have that be like, you know, the last bit of senior year where it's not really college. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, it was nice to
1: have that for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, it was so much fun. What, what was your favorite trip that we did? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. Okay, <laughs> I think,
1: I think my favorite one might have been the North Coast one. Just because okay. I actually I got to like you know drive through the bay, which is where I'm from, right? Which yes. was wonderful because we actually we stopped in a place it's like you know like 30 minutes from my house, so I could go back there if I wanted to. Yeah. But also, like the redwood grove that we stopped at the end was one of like the prettiest places I've ever seen. Like one yep. of the Mont- Mon- whole Montgomery Woods area is just like gorgeous. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: but it's it's hard to beat this year. it's hard to be general sherman in the snow yeah. like oh that, right. it's, it's so hard it's so hard but didn't we I, share I,
0: a tent that trip was it you me and gisella that shared a tent i think so yeah yeah, yeah.
1: because it was um, so the, cold. the first desert trip i brought a tent and i was like we have extra space there's no reason you know yeah yeah it
0: was so cold it was so cold oh my gosh yeah it started snowing one of the nights right and then we were yeah. all like I, yeah
1: because the, the first night like was like fine and then the second night it started snowing and we were all yeah. like no no
0: no no no, yeah dude, i think I was a couple people slept in the vans too yeah i think so i think yeah. so I, I can't imagine I that would have been warmer though i have no clue i guess if there were like a few people in there but then it's like your your breath is like making condensation in there and i feel like yeah. that would just make it more cool i have no clue i don't know i don't know <laughs> Uh, I'm not built for snow camping. I want to do it again. I know I'll do it again in the future. But every time I'm like, ah, this is a lot of mental, like... I know, block. same. Like, <laughs> camping is always really fun to me in theory. And then I
1: get that and I'm like, I am a tiny stick of a human. And I like a cold goes right through me and I'm dying.
0: <laughs> uh, it's like mm-hmm. getting, like... Adjusting to not having your creature comforts for a little while. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. But then you're at the same time in like this incredibly beautiful place where you get to like hike around and explore. So yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a it's hard to find the middle neutral. ground. You know. Yeah. 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 Actually, when I was younger, um, we used to go to this family camp that it's it's since actually burned down. They're rebuilding mm-hmm. it. Um, but there was a big fire. It was kind of near Yosemite. Um, but they used okay. to have the happy middle ground where they had you know. Uh, platform tents that you could stay in so there was like a little bit of a bed but not really and you're still outdoors like in all the pine trees and then you know they had a dining hall so you had all your meals sort of inside um, but other than that, you know it was just like totally outdoors, like right on a river, like just run around in the woods all day. and that was like the best middle ground I've ever found. So oh that
0: sounds nice. Yeah. So it sounds it was like great. you and your family did that kind of stuff a lot together then? Yeah, we did
1: through Every year we would go to the summer camp growing up, we'd stay for like a week. Um, and that's oh. how I met some of my like really close family friends as we'd all go every year at the same time. Yeah. Um, that was all that's the way so up special. through like the middle of high school before it burned down. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but it, they're rebuilding it. Someday we'll go back, you know? It, it's yeah. a little sad because you none know, of the trees are really there anymore. They've replanted as many as they can, but they were like, you know, hundreds old, of thousands of year old pines. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> uh, and that's on botany. <laughs> yep, that's on botany. Here we are pines and dogwoods. <laughs> Aww, okay, well, that's our little tangent about how we know each other today we're here to talk about Ella's content creation and performance with all things artsy dance. Um, (laughs) I reached out to her because we both share our love of pole, but you do a bunch of other stuff too. Mm -hmm. Um, So what kind of other mediums of dance do you like to do to share with the listeners? Yeah. So
1: the the big one that I sort of got into, well, actually I, I picked this up right as I entered college and it was because I no longer had a pole studio or any means of like Mm -hmm. exercise because I grew up playing soccer or going to like a pole studio and I suddenly had neither of those and I didn't really want to join an intramural team so I was like scrolling through Instagram one day and I saw this girl who was just like dancing with a hula hoop and I was like I could probably figure out how to do that and I could probably do that in the backyard of the dorms um, and so I just I bought a hoop and I found a million like YouTube tutorials and I started teaching myself hula hoop dance, um, cool. which I I later found out is like a subsection of this dance category that's called flow arts. Yeah, um, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's dancing with props, which is a lot of fun. Um, cool. So I, I started teaching myself and I started filming myself to see, oh, like I, I'm doing this thing wrong. or I could correct mm-hmm. this. And I was like, well, I don't really have much social media, but like what if I just like randomly started posting some of this on Instagram just so I can yeah. go back and look at it someday. So like, that's how my Instagram sort of started. I started posting on it like freshman year. Um, and then it all kind of spiraled. I actually found that we had a flow arts club on campus, absolutely mm-hmm. tiny, like maybe like six people and they love, they like spun all these led props. So I started joining them um, and they taught me like a bunch more about the flow arts community and space. And so my following sort of grew along with that. Cause I started to get to know Yay! like more people in this community um, yeah. and then they taught me how to fire spin yes. and then everything just, those just went crazy so, <laughs> yeah hell yeah hell yeah yeah but it was it was a lot of fun it's it's funny um I used to be like totally afraid of fire like it was like fine like growing up I was like okay I can I can like you know roast something in a campfire but I'm like stand pretty far away but I'm not gonna get like close to it you know like my friends are like sticking their hand like going like this with candles and stuff and I'm like no thanks um and now here I am like spinning fire for like five years so
0: yeah oh that's yeah. so cool have you ever done anything with a hula hoop with fire is that possible yes um
1: oh, so, so they, cool. they, you have a hoop and then picture like you have like three like wicks that come off of it sometimes it's four <laughs> yes. Um, yes, yes or yes. you can point them inwards um but then you light those on fire and so you can either do things where it's like on body because the wicks are out. outwards yeah. or off body because they're all pointed inwards okay sort cool. of the two options cool. yeah but i will say fire hooping is kind of my least favorite fire prop, even though it's like my favorite prop, just because yeah. like no matter where you put the wicks, it automatically like cuts your move set in half. Like you're suddenly only able to do like half the
0: tricks that you know. Because it's closer to you.
1: Yeah. And also because yeah. like, if you're like rolling a hoop like across your body, like you either need the outside of the hoop or the inside of the hoop. And so like, oh, if instead suddenly of using Get rid of okay. one of them. Yeah. Whereas with something like, I don't, I don't know, like a contact staff, um, you're only gonna yeah. like the ends and the ends shouldn't be touching you anyway. So right. like you can do everything that you've already learned uh-huh. how to do. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. These yeah. are things I never would have thought of with like <laughs> watching people do hoops. My I have a friend back in Santa Cruz, um, who she loves doing it. It's like her like little ritual most days after work. She like walks to the beach and does her pooping. and i like so oh, great. Love it. I know, like you two would get along. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that it's such like a Bay Area Santa Cruz vibe too I'm like it
1: really (laughs) is I'm surprised I never found it sooner who are we good question (laughs) oh my gosh Uh,
0: well okay you did answer a little bit about how you've been doing um I guess we'll say flow arts in general but you started with hoop for about five years yeah how long have you been doing pole dancing then you said you started in high school but when in high school
1: Yeah. So I started like, I think it was maybe maybe my senior year of high school. So I think I was only doing it for like a year or so in high school. But at that point in time, I like, didn't really understand what it took to like learn something new, I feel like. So I started I started doing pole and I could like, you know, climb to the top of the pole and back down and maybe do like a few like little basic spins. But like, I never really got to the point of being able to like invert or like Mm -hmm. sort of like lift my own weight to do that. Like I was sort of just like, oh, I'm here and I can climb the pole and that's kind of all I really need. Um, because I didn't have like sort of the discipline to be like, okay, like here's what I need to change. Here's what I need to like fix. Here's how, wow. how much yeah. I need to work on it on a regular yeah, basis yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And then it's funny when I went to college and I started self-teaching all of the flow art stuff, I then suddenly was like, okay, here's how, how much I have to practice. Here's how much I have to love it to like continuously work on this thing and continue like, like yeah. I want to better myself. And so once I, like, had that understanding of learning, as soon as I left college and came back to the Bay Area, I was like, okay, we're going back into pole. I now know yeah. what it takes to, like, actually, like, learn these things and push myself yeah. to, like, get better at this. Um, so now I've been doing it for, I think it's about two years. I, th- I think I've, about two years of actually solidly, like, converting yeah. and above. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, that's so beautiful. It's uh, such, like, a mental block when you first start out, too. I remember the first three months when I started in 2020 of just being like, what is happening right now? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the, like the spin it, like you're, it's a whole new way of moving. Yeah. You know, like you're suddenly like mental mathing where your limbs are, well, upside down is like totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Spatial awareness. She doesn't exist. Nope. Nope. (laughs) She still doesn't. I was trying to do brass monkey, um, like two days ago and I got it once with a spot. <laughs> let's but go. Was probably, I, I kept trying to do it again, and I'm like, I fucking, like, I kicked up into it once, why can't I do it again? Yes, like, wait, watch okay.
1: you're kicking <laughs> up into it, video. is that the method? Was like,
0: what was that? You're
1: kicking up into it, is that the method?
0: Um, well, let's see. The first time I got it, I did, hold on, I'm trying to remember. I climbed up and then laid back into it, kind of like your, like when you just sit into it, you know? And that was yeah, a little that's bit easier. Yeah, m- that's my favorite way. Brass lay back yes. is, like, my safety move. I'll do it all the time, always, so. <laughs> that one was easy, and I was able to, like, mostly get it again on my own, but it was just, mm-hmm. it's like, we're here in Mexico, it's humid, like, they have AC in there, but it's like, I'm still like, ee! So and was slimy. like sliding Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm kinda done with that. So I'll try kicking up into it because I can just like put my hand on the ground if I need to. And I every time I kicked up the video, so funny, dude. I would kick up and the leg just like goes the other way. <laughs> well that's the I literally I think I have the same video. Like when I was first learning Brass Monkey kick up I was like,
1: no. I it just like looking so myself all over the place. Oh my god. Listeners, if you've
0: never done whole, and if you haven't done well not if you have done pull, because if you have done pull, you get this, but if you have never had to know where all of your fucking limbs are at once, it is so difficult. It's so hard. I encourage you to try.
1: (laughs) It's it's so funny, too, because, like, if I'm upside down, I now feel, like, totally comfortable, like, you know, hanging there and spinning. As soon as you ask me to kick up into a handstand, I can't do it. handstands are, like, my mortal nemesis. I don't know why. They just, like, kicking up in a handstand freaks me out. No. No. I, some someday I'll get there but like ask me to hang upside down for days I got you hands yeah. hands,
0: no <laughs> I don't know I don't know how long did you feel you're like um you're I I don't want to call it the mental block phase but no, yeah, for lack yeah. of a better term because I'm not a pro or a, like teacher or anything like how long did <laughs> that last for you before you were like this makes sense
1: <laughs> like now we're here yeah um well, I feel like sometimes it still even comes back every once in a while. When you're trying to
0: positions and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I feel like until I was A, sort of able to outside leg hang with no hands and feel really solid, and B, ah. until I like fully was able to like superman. Like, okay. I feel like I can even, like, put it down to, so there's this one combo that my pole teacher taught us way back when. She calls it sneaky pants. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, well, actually, I kind of know why. Basically, so you're in a sit, and then what you do is you sneak one leg through your hands so that you can rotate over into a cradle. And from okay. there, you can then take it into, like, a couple different fake splits, or there's a lot of things. Like, I could take it into, like, an apprentice, now oh. an aerial apprentice, or, like, different leg hang stuff. But, like, that was the first real combo I felt like. I can do this and I can like pull it out in a free dance and not feel okay. like totally sketchy about it. So yeah, like, that yeah, was yeah. my first like, okay, maybe I can start stringing things together. Yay. Um, in, in flow arts, we actually call that hitting the flow state, which is Yay. like the hardest point. Like you're learning all these tricks, but until you can connect How do you make them. make them string together and look yeah, graceful? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So hard. Then, yeah, that's the moment where everything just is like, oh, this is clicked,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah so I love that you're gonna have to send me a video of that I'm like trying to imagine it but it's hard I will send it to you it's actually you could totally do it it's it's really easy
1: and once you've done Uh. it once you're like oh wait this is great I can put it in everything
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah. It's so nice to have those like few moves where you're like, I can make this into five different things right now. That's, I love walking. <laughs> yep,
1: yep. Airwalking is so good. Yeah. It's so, okay, so it's so funny. I, so I was doing airwalks and I was like dramatically like, you know, putting my legs forward and someone was like, no, no, no actually like, Pretend to be putting your legs behind you the whole time, and it makes it look a lot more graceful. Like legs less. I was like, okay, I have never looked back. Like I tried that. Never, never again will I
0: dramatically pretend that I'm walking forward. I'm always gonna be dramatically like trying to put my legs behind me. I like. Oh, I wonder if it because it might elongate your body a little bit more because you're already up here sticking forward. So then you're like weirdly sticking your feet forward. But if you force them backwards, maybe it it does feel funny. That's I like. I know.
1: And honestly, like when you're. you're walking you're not so much like sticking your legs really far forward as you would in the air it's actually like a really like small movement yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it's hard to like replicate when you're not on the ground it is
0: so hard yeah 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) oh cool oh my (laughs) gosh i love this (laughs) yeah yeah every time i
0: get to talk about poem like (laughs) i know me too it's so fun oh okay well next question um How has pole been intertwined with your content creation?
1: Oh, okay. So actually pretty heavily. So my Instagram, you know, started out for the first four years or so in college as just a Flow Arts account. I would just post a bunch of hula hoop stuff, all that sort of dance stuff. When I started doing pole, I was like, "Mm, this is really cool. And maybe I feel okay about like sharing some photos and stuff, but I don't feel like I'm really good enough to be sharing a bunch of videos and stuff yet. Like just self-consciously can't do it. Um, But after a while, I was like, you know what, I'm having so much fun with this and I'm doing it every week and I'm taking all these like really long videos that I might as well like use it for content and people who care will like sort of stick around and, you know, won't really matter. Um, So I started then posting it on Instagram within like the past, you know, like year and a half or so like that. And so now now it's sort of like taken off. I've gotten a lot of artists sort of following me on Instagram. And I actually I like I sort of quietly made like a side TikTok account. That was just all the poll stuff, because I was like, maybe there aren't a lot of people doing this, and maybe I can, like, grow on a new social. And I I did a little bit, but then I was like, I can't keep up, like, two TikTok accounts and an Instagram account and, like, all the streaming stuff. Yeah, so I was like, okay, this is just gonna be, like, my quiet, if I really feel like randomly posting on something, it goes over there. It's, like, my little poll spam account. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's Thank it's you. been it's been up there in, like the social media stuff that I create nowadays. Actually, um, I just went and did a really cool poll photo shoot about two weeks oh. ago. Oh,
0: and I we, remember you haven't posted anything yet, right? No,
1: so it, it's just gonna okay. take the photographer like a month or two to get the like the photos right. actually like edited back to me because she makes these like super crazy high quality photos. But um, oh, I'm stoked yeah. to see those. Yay. I'm so excited. <laughs> it was it was a birthday gift to myself. Oh, um, uh, but wait, when was your birthday?
0: July twenty second.
1: Happy late birthday.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Wait, so but, you're the cusp of um cancer season.
1: Yeah, I, I am Aww. cancer. Yeah.
0: Cancer Leo <laughs> Border, let's go. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it was a super cool shoot. So I've I've done like a pole photo shoot before. I did an outdoor shoot. Actually, it was my first time using a powder coated pole, which was it was kind of fine. It was a little bit like slippery, like I don't know if yeah. I'd do it again, but it was okay. Yeah. Um as someone who suffers from slip- slipperiness like that is my main mortal nemesis it was like fine but it wasn't okay. like you know anything right home about but yeah so i did an outdoor shoot and that was fine but it was like more like of a loose like it was the photographer's first time doing a pole shoot she's a pole instructor um and so we had like it was me and my friend we had like a ton of time and no limits on photos and stuff like that this other cool. shoot that i just did was like you have a half hour slot like you have to come in with your moves prepared like th- this is People in like there's a bunch of, of assistants. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to yeah. be just, like, ready to go, and you just, like, go, 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 hold it. Like, anything you do, you have to be able to, like, hold it and make adjustments for, like, a five minutes. Yeah. So, like, if you're holding anything upside down, you have to be able to just stay there. And so you have yeah. to pick things that are, like, I can hold this forever, or I it, can yeah. do repeated reps of it. Yeah. So yeah, it was hard, but it was a lot of fun. It was, um, it's this really cool setup where she has this like aluminum floor that creates like this water mirror effect. Oh, I know what um, you're talking
0: about. Is this, yeah. um, what's the photographer's name?
1: Knockingbird.
0: Yes. She came to Santa yeah. Cruz. She's gone yeah, to she's Tuscadero. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. I, I wanted so cool. to do it last year and I was, i was like, I can't afford this. If, like, if, yeah. if you get the chance,
1: you should totally do it. It's a hundred percent worth it.
0: Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's Yay! definitely like, okay, it was It was a little bit stressful. So I brought a friend, which was really nice. I highly recommend because they let a, like a friend sit in the studio with you. And so they can okay. hand me like my grip and stuff like that. And it just made it a That's little good. bit less like high stress situation. But like yeah. go in with like go through her photos and like screenshot things that you like. Like take okay. idea pictures and stuff like that. And oh. be like, here's my sheet. Here are the things that I want. She'll be like, cool, I've done all of this. We'll go and we'll do this. Yeah, it makes it so much easier on her and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So she is based out of the Bay Area?
1: She's Bay Area and LA, and she moonlights back and forth, and I'm not sure where she's actually based. So I think she's actually from and lives in LA, but she just goes back and forth, like, all the time.
0: Two really great hubs for photography. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Great great business vibes. Okay, but so with your um, content creation and being intertwined with pole... I see you do a lot of fun, like costume and makeup stuff too. Like, how do you like to intertwine those?
1: Yes. Okay. So on my, my, my third side tangent over here on TikTok, I do all of this like cosplay (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is absolutely wild. I picked this up. I think it was only senior year of college. It was in the pandemic. Like right, right when TikTok came out, I was like, no, I won't get TikTok. TikTok is a bad platform, like not doing it. No more social media And then my roommate got hooked on it and was like, Ella, you at all these cool like cosplay things that you're like missing out on. Like, I feel like you really like to do this. And I was like, you're right. I would. You're right. (laughs) Um, So I downloaded TikTok and I started like closet cosplaying as it were. So it's like taking costumes and like things that you already have to like make cosplays out of. Um, And so I did that for a while. Then I was like, I want to get more serious about this because I had never really done makeup before the very end of college. Like it wasn't, it just wasn't my thing. I was like very like hands-on like painting art stuff, but never really like Mm -hmm. on myself. So I was like, okay, let's do some research, figure out how I can make myself look like other people,
0: which is a whole weird niche.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's so, it's so weird. Um, and then I—that's when I started actually picking up. Like, okay, here's how I'm gonna like build out these armor pieces in terms of props. Here's how I'm actually gonna like you know sew these other pieces and put this whole costume together and stuff like that. So I've been doing that for about three years now, and it's—it's it's just kind of skyrocketed actually. So I'm Good. about to hit um, 15k followers on TikTok, which is why Oh wild. my
0: god! I'm so proud yeah. of you. That's so awesome. It's,
1: it's so surreal. Oh. It, it does not feel correct. <laughs> Dude, yeah. shout out to all those loyal people oh my god <laughs> I, know, awesome.
0: I know I know I, so, I love the, the community on there so I'm curious what it's like for you figuring out the creative process and like mm-hmm. the consistency aspect of it specifically that's something I'm personally struggling with I I deleted TikTok I need to re-download it because I know that will help the podcast I'm just like <laughs> I don't want to get sucked back in, but I know I need to. And it is a very helpful platform. So I'm curious for you what your, like, consistency, like, Mm -hmm. how figuring that out has been like. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: consistency with Instagram I've always been okay with I try to post every yeah. other day that sort of thing um so I there was a time where I was posting every single day and that was a little bit rough but um I found yeah, every other yeah. day has sort of just like evened it out for me in terms of creation okay. and I'll backlog a lot of content too so I don't have to be making things you know like every single day um it really helps that I like you know just film throughout like whenever I'm practicing poll stuff so I can just like be like I don't have anything to post and I'll yeah, just like post can. whatever I have um, okay. TikTok is a little bit different. Because cosplay is, like, so much work, when I get into cosplay, I spend, like, a full day filming videos, basically. Because it takes okay. me, like, you know, two to three hours or so to, like, put on all of the makeup, all the costume stuff, all the detailing. And then I'm like, okay... I'm not going to be putting this back on again for a while because it's so much work. So I'm going right. to like backlog about Filming like, all. yeah, like 40 Instagram sounds okay. and I'm going to go and I'm going to film all of these different clips, like all the transition videos, all that sort of stuff. So I oh have them gosh. all backlogged and saved and then I'll get out of cosplay. and Then I'll go make sure they're all like edited to be fine. Um, yeah. And then I know in theory, this is, this is like the TikTok theory. You're supposed to post like one to three times every day is actually how you're supposed to grow. Um, I have a friend who's been posting three times every day, for the past like four or so years and they've made it really big on TikTok. Like that's their thing. Um, for me, there was, there was a time where I was posting like three times a day just to try it out for like a month. And I was like, I can't do this. So I went down to once a day and even then I was like, TikTok is not my main platform. Like it's fun, but like, I just like, I can't have it be my main platform. So now I like post like sort of like once a week or whatever, but my consistency of posting has like really gone down in the past couple of months. not going to lie um so yeah tiktok consistency is a little bit of a struggle i wish they had an option to like schedule their posts like that's a new thing about instagram you can actually click you can like schedule out your posts for the week yeah so you can just like kind of like back off let it happen tiktok doesn't have that so you have to be on the app to post right which like is what it is but i still i still try to do like once every other day if i can but it's a matter of like Mm -hmm. remembering it you know
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. So when you do do TikTok, are you doing most of the editing in TikTok? I feel like that's a big thing. People are they're like, I do it in TikTok or I don't. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I I, I am going to do it in TikTok mostly because I don't usually want to deal with like overlaying sound slash playing sound outside the app. But I've, right. like, yeah, I've seen fun. a lot of people who, like, film things with, like, an um, actual camera and have, like, sort of better mm-hmm. quality and do their editing sort of outside of TikTok and then do some editing in TikTok and then sort of finalize it. And I honestly feel like that looks better, but I also feel like I don't have the bandwidth to be doing that. So it's I'm just doing TikTok, work. Andy. Yeah. Okay. Especially because cool. especially I, I like the TikTok filters because sometimes I can find ones that just do colored contacts. Um, oh, and that means that I don't have to put in colored contacts, <laughs> which saves me so much time. So.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. No one thinks about that kind of stuff whenever you do see the cool cosplay stuff, like on Instagram or TikTok, but it's like, uh... yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, the, the real well, struggle, I think, is backlogging all of the TikTok sounds, because if you're going to mm. film a lot of videos in one day, you have to sit there and, like, scroll through and be like, okay, like, I want to use this sound, like, this is actually from the show that this character is from, but other than that, I just have to, like, scroll until I find things that, like, are fitting for the character personality, yeah. so, like, it takes a while to, like, actually, like, hunt down the,
0: like, little collection of sounds you want to use, so. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So for the character stuff, is that all self-taught or have you gotten help from people on like getting into character and that kind of stuff? Like, how's that for you?
1: Yeah, so it's actually kind of funny. Um, The acting portion of the cosplay stuff, I've never had a problem with because throughout like middle school, sort of that area, a little bit of high school, I was doing a lot of theater productions. Um, And so I would do like, you know, our school plays, stuff like that. I did a lot of Shakespeare throughout high school. And so I was always Mm kind of used to like, you know, doing sort of the acting thing and like sort of the like public speaking type thing, even if it's like, you know, on a social media. Um, And so like the acting always came natural to me. It was the actual like makeup part that was a little bit hard, like figuring out like how one wears a wig. Um, and how one makes a leg like, like styled to look correctly was like totally yeah. like foreign to me. Like I could paint, I knew how to paint on myself, but I didn't know how to paint on myself to make me look like someone else. Um, yeah. So that's where I. I am mostly self-taught, but I went in and I did, like, sort of a lot of, like, YouTube tutorial watch-throughs, like, there's, for some of the more popular characters, like, if you look up, like, for example, like, Jinx from Arcane, there's a million, like, YouTube tutorial examples of here's how we did her makeup, here's, like, sort of, like, the breakdown of, like, what you do to make yourself look more feminine or masculine or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was really, really helpful for me, and, uh, you know, the, the cosplay community on TikTok isn't, like, it's not small, But it's like everyone sort of like knows each other, at least to some extent. Like we've all sort of witnessed each other before. So there's some people who do cosplay makeup tutorials like on TikTok. And so you you follow all those people. And every time you see one, you're like, oh, save
0: it, quick. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember remember when I did have it, there was this girl that did a lot of cool ones that were like super creepy. And I was like, I'm obsessed with this. I just need to watch her take it. I like watching them take it off. I like watching them put it on. The whole creative process. I'm like, that is so beautiful and so much fucking work. (laughs) It's so much work, but it's so
1: fun. Actually, like those transition videos are probably my favorite thing to film. Like where you're out of cosplay, then you do like, you know, a hand swipe, but then suddenly you're in cosplay. I love filming those. I've gotten like so creative with those. The problem is they only like sometimes do well in the algorithm if you didn't set yourself Uh up as like only a transition like TikToker. Um, And so it's like, I can't film a million of them because they're a little bit hit or miss and I don't want to do that as my only thing on TikTok. So right.
0: it is oh, what it so is. just the transition stuff that people find that like people navigate or what's it called? Um, gravitate towards that specifically and like that limits you if you do anything else. That's crazy. So it's like they're... TikTok is all about finding your like tiny
1: niche is basically right. how it works. So you pick one yeah. thing and you sort of have to run with it. Um so there's people who like only do cosplays from a very specific fandom or only do like one cosplay and they get really popular just based off of doing one thing. And they're kind of just like stuck in that niche a little bit. Right. So like if I suddenly started posting like hoop content on my like cosplay TikTok, like none of yeah. that would get any views basically is sort of how mm. it works because I've gotten the algorithm to think that I'm in the cosplay niche is kind of weird, gotcha. but it is what it is. Yeah. So there's there's some people that only do transitions and they don't even necessarily do cosplay transitions. They just do like, you know, outfit changes or whatever. Um, Mm. And they're, they're, they're like, it's like a whole different thing. Like they're absolutely crazy. I don't know how they do half of the stuff that they do. Um, But yeah, that's all, that's a whole niche is you can just do transitions and it's absolutely wild.
0: Yeah. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. It's like, it sounds like it isn't even directly related to what you're actually producing. It's just the way you're editing it.
1: Yeah, it's it's the way you're editing it. It's like, it's 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 so wild. Like TikTok algorithms are so weird. I could talk about them for days. And it's funny, because the TikTok algorithm has actually like helped people grow. Instagram has slowly been nerfing their algorithm to all heck. Um, It's it's, it's, opposite. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually gotten really bad over on Instagram, like to the point where Mm -hmm. people are like, we're, we're slowly like giving up on the platform, which kind of sucks. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. We keep thinking maybe they'll resurrect it after hearing how unhappy people that are, but they haven't done it yet. They've only made changes that have sent it downhill. So
0: yeah, it's like more for selling stuff instead of like yep. what people are mm-hmm. producing now is what it yeah, seems. Yeah, they're just trying like. to make
1: they're trying to make money off of it, and they're losing a lot of people. So
0: yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, I need to start studying. I got to get a tiktok reality. Instagram shit is really fucking hard and i I know.
1: Instagram <laughs> takes so long to grow on and even then like there's always a point in your following where you just like hit a wall and then you're just yeah. stuck at like the same number like fluctuating up and down for a really long time before you get like another like dip or another like growth spike. It's just, it's it's hard on Instagram. Instagram kind of sucks, yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah.
0: Yep, yeah, it's it's not built for the people. <laughs>
1: yeah, I will say, like, I have made the most off of Instagram in terms of, like, actual, cool. like, money-making abilities because I just, I it's easier to get sponsors and things on Instagram, especially right? when you have yeah. that sort of visibility. Yeah. TikTok, like, even if you make it into the creator fund, like, you're going to be getting, like, pennies for your video views unless you're, right. make, unless you're making videos where you're getting, like, millions of views every single time, and it's, yeah. like, a lot harder to get sponsors on that platform, so, yeah. you know yeah is what it is but it's it's what a world so i know what a
0: weird weird virtual world we're living in i it's i think about it all the time and i'm like how is this shit even possible (laughs) i don't know do you want to hear okay do you want to hear the weirdest thing about virtual world dive into it baby
1: (laughs) so i started streaming on twitch like more seriously it sort of happened in the pandemic. Um, and then I was like, you know, streaming sort of spontaneously, like here and there on my like sad Mac laptop before I had like this real setup and sort of invested in streaming. But yeah. in that space, I met a bunch of other tic- or not TikTok creators, Twitch creators. Um, because like the biggest way you grow on Twitch is not on the Twitch platform. It's networking and through other platforms because Twitch doesn't have yeah. that great visibility for their creators. And so mm-hmm. I was like, you know, doing networking and I joined this little community, um, and somehow all of my closest friends now are people that i met on the internet they're all just these people who like some of them i've now met irl and some of these people i've like never seen before in my life but we spend hours and hours every day in like voice calls like, and, like building out these like <laughs> yeah these virtual worlds and just talking oh, and like cool. whatever we want to do like i'm yeah. friends with people like you know in the uk who i've like yeah. seen their face like twice you know and like some of these people I've like traveled across the country like I I went to Florida to like meet some of my really close friends who i had been friends with for like 2 years that I'd never seen them in person um oh my it's just it's so weird how the internet community just does that so yeah
0: yeah oh that's so cool that's so special though there's like all these different things you can be a part of if you just like put yourself out there a little bit and it's like so easy to get caught up in being worried about what people might say because there's always going to be assholes who like oh yeah the way my mom would always tell me it was like you could be the juiciest fucking peach on that tree and (laughs) there's someone that fucking prefers pears (laughs) oh my gosh true so so it's like you know you put yourself out there and it's like fuck the haters like you know what they're they're giving you the visibility they're they're paying attention so there you go but like you get to meet all these really awesome people and I feel like that is what makes it what it is
1: exactly and like if, so if there's someone out there who's like hating on you
0: in the comments or whatever block r- remove I, I, haven't I don't have to listen yet, to you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, dude i i don't give a fuck i feel like i'm more sensitive about like the people i really care about <laughs> like, uh, same. like if my best friend was like i fucking hate your guts i think i would die i simply would oh, I, away. she yep. obviously would never say that <laughs> <laughs> she would never say that but it's you know what I mean it's like okay where, where do your priorities lie and like who even are these people like they're not doing cool shit like you are they're not trying to put themselves out there it's like it's just like it's such like a a mental block to overcome or like a hurdle to like jump over and then yeah yeah it's
1: like what what do you spend your energy sort of worrying about you know and exactly. what you just like yeah. kind of let go
0: because it doesn't yeah. matter yeah. it's such a life lesson in all honesty it's like okay pre like putting myself out there are you putting yourself out there it's like that's just a useful skill in life in general you know and it's just like yeah. increased tenfold yeah, yeah. and it's a great way to like exercise it you know
1: yeah exactly and like this is why all the like you know big streamers or content creators have other people that handle a lot of their content I feel like yeah because then yeah. that way like A, they don't have to deal with all that, and B, they have people like filtering out all of the sort of like bad comments that they don't need to be reading, honestly. Like, it's not worth their time, it's not worth their energy. Like, get rid of
0: it, you know? Yep. Yeah. I know. Uh, To have like people managing the social media for me, I'm like, I would love to get to that point. I want to get to that point. I hate it
1: so much. It's actually kind of wild. So on, on Twitch, you know how it works is you're streaming whatever content you're streaming and there's like a live chat that's going on so people can hop in, like say whatever they want and like talk to you. Um, I have actually like picked up a team of mods. Like, so there oh, are cool. a lot of my friends who have recruited in, but they wanted to do mod work basically yeah. and so they go in and they like manage my chat and so whenever we have like you know someone who's like being harmful to our community they like you know time them out or ban them or they're dealing with all of that and like if i'm like hey we're we're doing a poll now for chat they like build out the poll and make sure that it works while i'm like sitting here live on stream it's so nice so to have cool. people that are just like sitting there doing that for you like it's so, so do you great. all help
0: each other out with it or like yeah they're so, doing some, some of them, like, them? like how does that work so, right now, basically, I'm paying them sort of art is kind of
1: how it's working. So, for okay. Twitch, you need, you know, all of the emotes and all of that sort of thing um, that okay. are built out on your platform. Or, like, I build also, like, VTubers and PNG tubers. So, they're like, you know, if you're no face cam, then it sort of like represents, like, when you're talking, and when your mic gets picked up, it, like, lights yeah. up so you can tell, like, who you are. So, I build out all of those, like, artistic stuff for them and I give that to them and in exchange, they for sort of do design, moderation. That's stuff what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, exactly. It's all tying together now. <laughs> it's all tying together. I oh, know, but like they're also my close friends. So if they ever were like, "Hey, Ella, we need a mod," or like "panic button," we're being like um, raided by a bunch of people who are like, you know, saying mean things. Like I would be in their chats, like modding for them yeah. in a hot second.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, it's it's a, just like awesome. a give
1: and take friendship community. Yeah. Yay! Oh, that's so special. Yeah, it's great. I'm so grateful for them.
0: Oh well, shout out to them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. I have more questions for you, but I, yes, I got me with excited. The questions. Um, oh, oh, we actually kind of covered that one too. Um, Maybe let's talk a little bit more about your exploration with like the makeup side of it. Cause you mentioned the acting part of it has felt pretty natural to you. Mm-hmm. I am curious about how you figure out how to embody a character because just like embodiment practice in general is something I'm very interested in it's something near and dear to my heart just from dancing in Santa Cruz but I'm curious for your like creation side how you find yourself like getting into character leading up to it and um like how does the costume and how does the makeup like help you with that like, it's yeah. a little, it's like, it's a much harder yeah, yeah. question than just like a straightforward thing. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> yet, yeah. No, I think it's a great question.
1: Um, <laughs> honestly, I feel like, first of all, sometimes I'm able to do the makeup to the point where I'm like that that is not me in the mirror. This like is That's totally cool. like incorrect. Yeah, like every once in a while, I like won't recognize myself and it's like kind of shocking. <laughs> so when it when it hits that point and I'm not, I'm not there with every single cosplay, then I'm like, oh my God, I'm not me. I could be anyone that I want to be. <laughs> but honestly, when I'm picking characters that I'm going to cosplay, I'm usually pretty careful about the characters that I pick. Like they come th- from games or like content that I know super well. So I've like watched okay. this show like many, many times before to the point where like, I know the characters, I know a lot of their voice lines, like, I feel like I know exactly where they're coming from, like, what their motives are, so, like, when Mm -hmm. I have sort of that to work with, I'm like, okay, I know what this character thinks about, like, this other character in the show, like, I can sort of, like, act that out, because I know why they're thinking this way, if that sort of makes sense. It's like a motivation-driven character acting sort of situation. Cool! Yeah, but it's, it's definitely more helpful to have yourself look totally different <laughs> to then get into a character, I feel like. Because it's not you, it's, like, someone
0: else, and you're like, all yeah, right. It's,
1: it's no longer you. You're like, wow, I no one would recognize me
0: if I was walking down the street. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't That's even recognize so cool. me, so how could someone else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of, like, um, material do you use for, like, changing actual facial structure like I've seen like for cheekbones or like uh what's it called more more prominent like brow bone or Mm -hmm. like whatever like what kind of stuff do you use for that
1: yeah so it's it's a lot of like contouring things and not gonna lie some of my makeup is like Scuffed beyond belief because I just like, you know, have had like these like random eyeshadow palettes for like years that I'm just like, I'm just still using this. I don't remember where I got this from. But I have like, I had a palette of like different like bronzers and stuff that I use to like change like cheekbones a lot. Or like, if you do like the size of your nose, it like also like makes your nose look like more like pinched. I don't even know what the term is for it, but you can also do that with brow bones, things like that. Um, but sometimes it's, like, you're you're doing an anime character, and they have, like, mm-hmm. very, like, defined different, like, eyebrow shapes. So you can, yeah. like, physically, like, draw it to be, like, a different shape. <sighs> like, you know, you, like, you cover in foundation, so your eyebrows the are going to be and then yeah. you physically draw it in, like, a different color, and you just, like, go over it. Like, That's I've, had, so I've had a character where they do tattoos all down their arm, and so I had to go through and, like, hand paint all the tattoos all the way down my arm. And that was a time. My arm was, like, stained blue for, like, three days. It was not even... Oh, funny. my God. How <laughs> long did it take you to do the whole sleeve? The whole sleeve? Okay, so it's, it's like, a bunch of clouds that are sort of, like, separated out. So it wasn't, like, a detailed entire thing. But it took me probably, like, a, an hour and a half to two hours to do that whole thing. Especially because there's some, like, on the back of the shoulder. So I was, like, trying to, like, art You're on like, my own I back, it, which is yeah, hard. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah which crazy. is funny that I like I went that hard for it also because like in okay. a video like you're only seeing the front so like I could have <laughs> just stopped like here it would have been fine but you know it's, it's for the character development <laughs> exactly exactly oh my <laughs> god I the get funniest to the out. funniest yeah the funniest video question that I get though is so I have a character that I do who's a fox person basically mm-hmm. so you know fox ears fox tail um But so how TikTok cosplayers do this, if you ever see like a tail wagging in the back and it's not like an automated thing, you stand to the edge of one camera and you put your arm behind your back like this and you hold the tail and so you can wiggle it like this. And so you can't like, it's the tail would be like here and you can't tell. Yeah, that's crazy. They can't, they can't tell your arm is like off camera here. Um, And it's if you're doing it subtly enough, like you don't know at all. So the (laughs) amount of comments that I get and they're like, how do you make the tail wag? Is it real? Absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) so funny that's so funny i know i'm like no it's detached i'm just
0: holding it you just (laughs) yeah you're like it's it's all perspective it's just the way it's being filmed i don't have a tail (laughs) exactly no
1: nope it's i i sewed it myself i shoved some stuffing in there it's fine not real So
0: funny, dude! That's so funny. Uh, Oh
1: my gosh, how cool! I know. I
0: feel. Is there anything else you would like to share with content Um, creation and all your awesome artsy stuff in general?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, for for anyone who's like looking to get into the content creation space, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun but I think it's really important to have patience with yourself. It's really, really hard to grow as a content creator. It's taken me like many years to get to where I am. And I think a lot of people start looking at like all the big numbers and being like, I could get there one day. And yeah, you can, but it's going to take a lot of time and not going to lie, like to some capacity, it takes hard work, but it also takes some luck. Like just Mm -hmm. realistically with the algorithms, like RNG is just totally a thing. Some people go viral off of one video and some people post videos every single day and like struggle to get to the same numbers. So have patience, do what you're doing because you love it. And that's the most important Mm -hmm. part, I think, of growing as a content creator.
0: I love that. I love that a lot. (laughs) Yes, words to live by. It's a great reminder. (laughs) It's applicable to all things, not just content creation. True. (laughs) Oh, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, do you want to... Do you want to shout out any of your um, social media, any of your Twitch stuff? I, I will also have you like send it over to me so I can add it in the um, episode description, but shout it out to for the listeners yeah
1: sounds good um if you guys want to see me doing any of my live stream stuff we do games and we do digital art on twitch on mondays and fridays i am seagirl 13 on twitch no spaces no caps or if you want to see any of my dance pull art stuff um that's on instagram it's siren underscore spins um and on tiktok all uh, my cosplay stuff is also at siren spins as well
0: yay Hey, Definitely check out, check out all of it, whatever you are interested in, listener, but I'm obsessed with her Instagram. It is beautiful. I love oh, seeing thank you. you post your stuff. It makes me so excited. I'm like, I'm too shy to share that, but <laughs> I'm so stoked that she shared that. It is beautiful. You are a beautiful mover. oh well thank you so much i appreciate that and yeah
1: if you have any like content creation questions like any help you need for the podcast absolutely anything like let me know i've been in this world for like five years i will help you grow as much as i can
0: (laughs) thank you no, dude i appreciate it i'm like i feel way in over my head but it's like it'll happen it'll become more natural it's just it's so different from like what i thought i would be doing outside of college (laughs) yep Yep. Boy, do I know like, that feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, if there's anyone that will relate to this. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, have I been there. Yes, yes, we got you. <laughs> well, uh, well, thank you for meeting with us today. And thank you for listening, listener, listeners, all you beautiful people. Um, <laughs> I don't rem- i don't know what day of the week it is so this episode's coming out when it's coming out but um <laughs> we'll find out a mystery to even us yeah <laughs> it's a mystery it's all it's all in there i have it organized in its own crazy way but um <laughs> what do we call this podcast that's what we have this week <laughs> <laughs> um well goodbye everyone say goodbye ella yeah. so we can hear Bye. Your beautiful thank voice
1: thank you <laughs> Yay. Hooray!